Greetings. Welcome to today's Bible College for the 22nd of June. Let's go ahead and start it with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our scripture for today is Luke 6.38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, shall it shall be measured to you again. Article by Kenneth Copeland. Give and it shall be given unto you. This statement came straight from the mouth of Jesus. Yet there are a great many believers who flatly refuse to believe it. In fact, they actually have the mistaken idea that it is wrong to expect to receive when they give. The truth is, it's wrong not to. It is wrong not to expect what would you think about a farmer who planted seeds then lets his crop rot in the field? You'd think he was a fool, wouldn't you? And if he did it when others were starving, you'd think he was criminally irresponsible. Well, it's just as irresponsible to give financial seeds and ignore the harvest God promised, especially when the harvest could help send the gospel to people who are starving to hear it. It's just as wrong to ignore the key to prosperity that Jesus himself gave us as it is to let a wheat crop rot in the field. God wants us to receive from the financial seeds that we plant. He wants us to prepare to require no aid ourselves and to be furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. 2 Corinthians 9.8, the Amplified Bible. He wants us to have plenty not so that we can hoard it selfishly, but so we can give generously. Next time you give, don't be afraid to expect a harvest. Release your faith for the financial rewards Jesus promised. Then when they come, turn right around and plant them again. Keep the flow of giving and receiving going so that the Lord can bless the world through you. 2 Corinthians, additional reading is 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. Let's go over there. Again, next time you give, don't be afraid to expect a harvest. Release your faith to the financial rewards Jesus promised. Then when they come, turn right around and plant them again. Keep the flow of giving and receiving going so that the Lord can bless the world through you. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, in all times, having all that you need, you will be abound in every good work, as it is written. He has scattered abroad his gift to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. 
Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge your harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous in, on every occasion and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of God's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourself, men will praise God for the obedience that, the, that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for your for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Amen. Let me go ahead and read it in a couple of other translations, like the Amplified Translation and uh, the Passion Translation. I'll be right back. Okay, I found the New Living Testament here, chapter 9, verse 6. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will be a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty over left over to share with others. As the scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase you resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when you take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The need of the believers in Jerusalem will be met, and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them, and to all the believers who will provide that you are obedient to the good news of Christ, will prove and they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for the gift, too wonderful for words. The Amplified Bible says, now let's go ahead and read it with from the Amplified Bible. Verse 6 says, Remember, this is he who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly, and grudgingly, if he who sows grew generous, generously, that blessing may come to someone will also reap generously and with blessings. Let each one give as he had made up his mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctant or sorrowfully under compulsion. For God loves, takes pleasure in, price other things, and is unwilling to abandon to do it with a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving. And God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support 
and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donations. They have freely scattered their gifts, excuse me, as it is written, he, the venerable person, scatters abroad, he gives to the poor his deeds of justice and goodness and kindness and benevolence will go on and endure forever. That's a beautiful scripture. And God who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increasing the fruits of your righteousness, which maintains itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. Thus you will be enriched in all things and in every way so that you can be generous and your generosity as it is administered by us will bring forth thanksgiving to God. For the service that the ministering of this fund renders does not only fully supply what is lacking to the saints, God's people, but also overflows in many cries of thanksgiving to God. Because of your standing of the test of this ministry, they will glorify God for your loyalty and obedience to the gospel of Christ, which you confess as well as for your generous-hearted liberality to them and to all the other needy ones. And they yearn for you while they pray for you because of the surpassing measure of God's grace, his favor and mercy and spiritual blessings, which is shown forth in you. Now, thanks be to God for his gifts, precious beyond telling, his undescribable, inexpressible free gift of grace. Amen. You know, uh, the, the Greek words that Paul used here is expressed of a farmer, according to the Passion Translation. The Greek word epichodegio is used in Greek literature for someone who pays all expenses for the drama, choir production, plus more providing income for those who take part. God is seen as the leader of the divine choir, orchestrating everything and providing all that is needed to bring forth the sound of his glory on the earth. Beautiful, huh? So in our turn, we get the chance to partake of that, of the of the sowing, you know, with our actions, with our uh, enthusiastic smile, well-rested and be of service, and providing uh, dollars for the meeting and be spontaneous to give to the poor that are really God's ministry. You know, God sends you, or you can see the difference. You can see a taker in the street that you're only adding for them to buy lottery tickets or more booths, or you can see someone who's really um, in need and see the difference. Ask God to show you the difference. I determine to give, you know, but I don't get it all the time. Sometimes I miss it. And then I'll have to pray Psalm 23 for that person till I put my conscience to rest. So I know a lot of us, you know, we give and we are to expect a good harvest. We are to rejoice that we have the opportunity to give because God gets a full return on his giving. He gave and he got he gave his son as a seed to the world and he got billions of sons back. Isn't that the same as uh, the first seed that was planted on the earth, say, for apples? And now we have literally harvested billions of apples throughout the world. I love you. God bless you. Thank you for coming out here today. Give them heaven.